0: Six minutes past six o'clock in the morning on a Thursday here on This Morning with Daryl McIntyre. Morley, too, here on 630. Chad, great to have you uh, uh, standing by. If you get a photo radar ticket, you got to pay it, right? If uh, somebody gets a photo radar ticket in your vehicle, you got to pay it, right? Uh, If you get pulled over, you got to pay the ticket, right? Everybody's got to pay their tickets, don't they? Not in all instances, I guess, in some cases. What if you are driving for... Uh, a company or what if you're driving for uh, a city organization in this case we're specifically talking about Edmonton transit so if a transit driver gets hit with a photo radar fine while driving a, a bus for example do they have to pay it? Well, it turns out that there there is another punishment that is uh, is is issued because it would be considered uh, unsafe driving or a workplace safety hazard or something to that effect. Uh, so they're already punished in one way. So do you punish them twice? It's basically what the city of Edmonton wanted to do was put a put a kibosh on speeding, I suppose, and and to make people accountable. That's what they said. Uh, but they lost an appeal for that battle to have transit operators pay photo radar fines. So I want to dive into into the reasons behind this. What some of the arguments? and just uh, the point of view of the, uh, the transit drivers as well on this. And for that, we welcome Steve Bradshaw, who's president of Amalgamated Transit Union Local 569, to the show this morning. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Daryl. Thanks. Uh, this has been a fight that's going on for a while, isn't it?
1: You know, Daryl, this uh, this was initiated in a city policy going back to 2011 or 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, the union argued with the city that they we weren't arguing that they shouldn't discipline op- operators for uh, bad behavior uh, or inappropriate behavior, but they shouldn't do it twice. And so um, uh, between the city and the union, we argued it back and forth until finally in 2018, five years ago, uh, we got tired of it and initiated a grievance on it. Um, And so that grievance made its way through uh, the various steps that we have with uh, with the city and our collective agreement. Uh, From there, it went into arbitration, and uh, from there, the city chose to appeal it uh, to the Labor Relations Board and appeal it to uh, this group and that group finally at the Court of Appeal uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, they had their final opportunity to appeal it, and, and they lost that appeal. Uh, essentially, the judge said, no, the, the city has every right to discipline its, its workers for bad behavior, but that they should only have to do it once. And so yeah. we're, we're happy with that. We agree with that. Um, frankly, our operators would gladly pay those tickets uh, rather than uh, receive the progressive discipline in in, uh, in, in the city's uh, system. So, um, and, and so it's that's, the city's
0: choice. Yeah, that's what the the current situation is then that it, it, it's the it's the discipline within the system not paying the ticket that is the punishment at the moment that's correct yes. and what is that punishment uh, what what are those what is that discipline
1: Sure. The city uses a progressive discipline uh, uh, process. So what that means is uh, in, in the event that a, a disciplinable incident happens, uh, the the uh, employee uh, receives, in the in first instance, probably a, a written reprimand, uh, a, a notice that goes in his or her file, uh, and it moves on. You do it again within that sort of sunset period, the, the two years or so that uh, you get to work it off your file. You do another one, you'll maybe get a, a one-day suspension. And it w- works its way. Up and eventually you can get to termination.
0: Yeah, if you rack up ten photo radar tickets in the course of a year, a year and a half, there's going to be some consequence. You're in big trouble, and, and I'm going to say appropriately. Yeah. So, I mean, the reality is there are millions
1: of kilometers of, of driving time that go by without any kind of an incident whatsoever. And so, this handful of uh, situations where they do come up, uh, you know, maybe it's an honest error, or it's just carelessness, or whatever it is, um, it has to be dealt with. And, and so, the city, as an employer, is appropriately dealing with it. They don't need to do it twice. So, that's where we are.
0: Uh, I'm curious as to whether, uh, I'm trying to figure out why a transit driver would speed. Uh, right? There, there's, it's it's hey, you're not trying to, to get to a doctor's appointment. You're not trying to get to a certain movie. You're not trying to get to your date. Uh, what, what reason would there even be? You know, that's a great question, Daryl. Because drivers
1: have a what we call a running board. It's a schedule that they're expected to keep, and uh, there's timing points all along the way. There are connections to be made, made, uh, uh, and. Uh, person takes pride in being able to meet that schedule and so maybe you push it a little bit. If, if that schedule is too tight or if the traffic's too heavy maybe you're going to run into that uh, amber light or, or red light rather than stopping for it uh, just to get your passengers to their connection point before that other bus takes off. Uh, it's part of doing a good job
0: except that you can't, you can't violate the law in doing it. So, And well, um, circumstance is circumstance. If there's traffic trouble, if yeah. there's issues well, that, that's just the way things work. That is just the way things work. And that is always the advice, whether it's from their union
1: or from, from the, the city itself. So um, uh, what we hope people do is, is set those stresses aside and, and comply with the law. Let it be. The schedule is not yours uh, uh, to, to make or break. If it's too tight, it's too
0: tight, and they'll have to fix the schedule. It's not yours to, to worry about. Yeah. Uh, you talked about Ultimately, pride in the job for doing it. Is there pressure yeah. from uh, from from management within Transit? No, I'm not just trying to dig up and stir up mm-hmm. stuff. I'm just trying to figure out what the situation sure. is here. Sure, it's
1: it's pressure. The pressure of the the running board, the the of the schedule to do. I can do it. I can make the make this work. I can find ways to get this done properly, and so that it gets my passengers to their connection points. Um, it's surprisingly a lot of pressure, and and we constantly, constantly ask our operators not to be pressured by that. Let it go. Let it go. Don't be put, put that stuff on yourself. Uh, but it's hard not to. I've done it myself. I am a bus driver. I know what it's like. I can do this. I can make this work. Um, so uh, ultimately, and it comes down to things like uh, dealing with uh, fare enforcement as well we constantly advise people not to do it. But at times, you know, there's this fairness issue that comes into it. You know, everybody gets on the bus and pays a fare, but now along comes Bob or Joe and, and says, well, I'm not paying a fare, but I'm getting a ride. And you let it go, you let it go, you let it go. Eventually it gets to a place. So you know what? That's not fair to all of them. And and you know, suddenly you get into this
0: confrontation out of it. And that, that, that's, a, that's another level of, uh, of issue there, too. I, I want to throw yeah. this at you, and, and so I'm trying to figure out which would be a Better route to go and I'm not sure whether the city has some legal elements here that uh, they can or cannot but you know for example somebody from uh, on the text line Richard says uh, there's no way the taxpayers should be on the hook for tickets incurred by public sector workers uh, that that's a waste of taxpayer money is it better to have the supplementary you know the the progressive discipline uh, as opposed to uh, paying the tickets or is it better that they just paid the tickets and take that off the taxpayers bill because, just like everybody else, it goes to the registered owner, right, so it 's the city that ends up paying the ticket that 's correct, and, and that's that 's the way the law reads um, and and you know maybe maybe this person is right
1: uh, uh, maybe the the better option is for the operator to pay the ticket and, and as I said earlier, our operators would gladly pay that ticket themselves and not have to face the progressive discipline uh, that that comes without having paid it. So, um, it, again, it's, it's the city's choice. They choose to go the discipline route and, and pay the ticket. And ultimately, I want to say, too, uh, where that money goes is into the city's coffers, or, or a good portion of it goes into the city's coffers, and the rest goes into the province's coffers. So the taxpayer really is not out one cent except the cost of running a grievance like that through various levels of, of uh, boards and courts. Um, and, and that, again, is the city's choice.
0: It's an interesting so. conversation, but uh, maybe it may be a moot point at this point, because as you said, this would have been the last appeal for the city to try and, and do uh, double dipping, if, if, for, for lack of a better term. That, that's it. This is done. We move on now, Correct.
1: That is correct. Yeah, the matter is, is concluded. Uh, no question about that. So, um, we'll be dis- distributing the uh, wrongly uh, collected uh, fines uh, shortly. So, uh, operators, those operators who were involved in that, uh, can look to see a little uh, uh,
0: surprise in their mailbox. I guess. Right. Uh, interesting stuff. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us. It's our pleasure. Thank right. you. Bye bye. D Bradshaw is president of the Amalgamated Transit Union Local Five Six Nine. Either way, it's uh, it's done. Move on. Is is it fair to to make them be double punished? Some people would say yeah. Some people say no. Uh, the, The appeal court said no. It is not fair.